I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey guys, um, hope your week's been going good. My week's been kind of crazy. Not, well, I don't know. It's been crazy. <laughs> I think between this class um, and teaching some girls on Wednesday nights and doing discipleship um, and just kind of the other crazy stuff going on at home. And then we almost got in a wreck today and it's just been um, lots of stuff going on. Not all, not all bad. Um, some of it's been super great, but also I think a lot of it takes up headspace for me and I'm also uh, probably not as smart as a lot of you guys. <laughs> so these things um, do take up a lot of probably more my focus than maybe the average person. So I'm actually going to read to you guys an essay that I've written for my speech and reasoning class. It's an Emmanuel Kant. It's probably not the greatest and might not even be correct. So if y'all disagree or just whatever your thoughts are, let me know about it. And there might be some things that don't sound really familiar. Um, but the great thing about internet is it's real quick to look up and it's, you know, like I said, I had to do a lot of research to figure out what some of the stuff was myself. But I think it is interesting to study these big game-changing uh, guys who have had these ideas and thoughts that have really shaped our cultures uh, throughout time uh, across the world. And um, and so it's it's been pretty interesting. So I'll go ahead and read my essay and then at the, um, in the, what's it called? <laughs> the podcast description little blurb thing. Um, I will put the, uh, one of the books that I'm reading uh, that the class was talking about, um, where you can learn about some of these guys too. Okay. So Emmanuel Kant was the philosopher who believed in the categorical imperative approach. He was one of the influencers of German idealism, which combined all aspects of philosophy into one mainstream idea. He believed that God's existence could not be rationally demonstrated or experienced, so God could not be proven. Therefore, he rejected the cosmological and teleological arguments, which use logic and reasoning to explain why there is a God. The cosmological argument explains that because of creation, we can assume there is a creator. The teleological argument points out that because there is order and purpose in the things of our world, there must be a designer. Although Kant saw the benefits of religion and a belief in God because of the ethical behavior that it produced, he still encouraged a society of secularism which, where God and religion could be replaced with human intelligence. He believed this utopian society could be achieved by living according to our limited knowledge and applying the categorical imperative philosophy. This philosophy is similar to the Golden Rule, though not quite the same. The Golden Rule states, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Categorical imperative philosophy tells you to ask yourself if what you're about to do or not do should always apply to everyone as well. It's not so much a question of if you would like it to be done unto you as it is with this benefit society and everyone. This philosophy by Kant's limited knowledge would successfully replace the need for religion and God and would produce ethical behavior. Now that ethical behavior would be achieved without religion, you can now have a secular society based on human intelligence without any strings attached to anything that could not be rationally demonstrated. 
or so he thought in his fleshly wisdom. And so limited knowledge is something he believed in, but it is pretty much what it sounds like. (laughs) There are several verses in Ecclesiastes that do echo his belief in limited knowledge. A couple of them can be found in chapter 8, verse 17. Then I beheld all the work of God, that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun, because though a man labor to seek it out, yet he shall not find it. Yea, farther, though a wise man think to know it, yet shall he not be able to find it. Chapter 12, verse 12. And further by these, my son, be admonished of making many books. There is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. We know that as humans we have limited knowledge, and as Christians we know that all knowledge only God can possess. To argue with Kant, starting at square one, that there is a God, but by not using logic or reasoning, I don't think can be done. It is by faith we believe, and by seeing creation and his works all around, that we know there is a creator, but we know he does not agree in the cosmological or teleological arguments in support of God. Yet, by his admission to limited knowledge, he believes he can create a utopian society based on secularism. He hopes that the categorical imperative philosophy will provide the moral behavior that society needs to be ethical, but to do so without God. This is man's wisdom and is foolish. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 13 says, Consider the work of God, for who can make that straight which he hath made crooked? Verse 20 says, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Chapter 9, verses 17 and 18 says, The word of wise men are heard and quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one destroyeth much good. O human, don't you know that when you take God out of the equation, you doom society before the execution of your ideas even begin? Your goal to have a good and moral society without God can never be achieved because apart from God, we are inherently wicked. Apart from God, we are left in our sin and sin leads to destruction and death. John chapter 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Romans chapter 3 verse 10 through 12 says, And as it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. What Kant thought would cause society to flourish, in fact, causes it to fail. Okay, so that was my essay. Um, I hope it does cause you guys, um, not obviously wasn't a super well-written essay, but I do hope it causes you guys to just kind of think about where our society is now. Um, And you might think you know where our culture kind of started its thinking, but just keep going back further and keep tracing it back further. This guy, uh, Emmanuel Kant, was born in the 1700s, and so, uh, but obviously there was thinkers before him and before him, you know, Adam and Eve, sin so pretty much from that point we've had uh corrupted thinking but you have people who are more vocal about it than others that influence others because they speak out about it so what about us you know we have god's word we have his truth and so we need to speak out and um and influence others to 
understand God's purpose and their need for him. And so that we can start the revolution instead of allowing Satan to use all these sinful and wicked ideas in the heads of men um, to spread these things. I don't know if you can hear my kids yelling in the background. I'm telling you, it has been a week. Um, So anyways, pray for me. I'll pray for you guys. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to y'all next Monday. <laughs>